This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. On this podcast, I cover a lot of different kinds of episodes, a lot of different topics, but my entire goal for today is to give you something to practice, something to take away from this episode. We're going to be working on three hip 251 licks coming right up. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. All right. Hey, what's up? My name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog and a podcast and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. I'm so excited to serve you again this week uh, on this episode of the LJS podcast. And, you know, I'm going to continue experimenting a little bit with today's episode. Now, last week, I literally uh, practiced on the show. So you can check out that one. Uh, That was a fun one. I was doing a little maintenance practice session. But I also think that was very uh, educational at the same time, kind of letting you on the inside. uh, And, you know, being honest, too, that, you know, professional musicians like myself don't always actually have all the time in the world to practice. So we have to be efficient. Uh, And so today I'm going to continue on that experimental trip of just making a very simple episode where I'm going to give you three uh, major 251 licks. Now, 251 chord progressions, they are the most uh, important chord progression in jazz and also in popular music too. So you really need to know lots of vocabulary over top of that. Uh, licks are micro vocabulary, little phrases that you can work on. And I always suggest doing licks. So I'm going to be sharing with you those licks and going through them. Uh, now, I will admit that the first lick uh, I demonstrated uh, as an example in last episode is actually a lick I stole from Jim Hall. Not really stole. You know what I mean? You know, I I borrowed it from him. And uh, so anyways, I'm repeating that one because I the next lick morphs off of that. You'll see why. A- anyways, uh, this is very much so an episode you can listen by ear. So if you're in the car, if you're uh, working out the gym right now, uh, don't worry. You can listen to these licks. And But I would, what I want you to do is later go to the show notes. That's going to be very helpful for you. Go to the show notes. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 128. So episode 128. I'm going to have these licks notated there for you. So no no, no need to worry on that. Those are going to be there for you to look at later. Really quickly before we jump into this episode, though, I, I want to say that I do have a goal for the end of this year. You know, one thing that really helps this podcast, and, and you know, if you listen to this podcast, you hear me mention this all the time, is uh, rating in reviews on iTunes or, or other podcast listening service too. Just iTunes is the most popular one. That really helps other people see the show when they're looking for it and realize, oh, hey, a lot of people like this show, and so I want to listen to it too. And so it's a really uh, great free way for, uh, if you enjoy this show to give back and just give a really nice uh, rating and review. I just wanted to feature uh, someone who recently left a kind review uh, really quickly. It goes by by the name of AG the AD. 
I look forward every week to the next edition of this podcast. I have taken the 30 Steps Jazz course from LGS, and I read the weekly posts on their amazing website. The advice is sound and accessible. Brent and his team have it really going on. I think this excellent podcast keeps improving and inspires growth and improvement and shows you how I would give six stars if I could. Well, thank you so much. And you know, it's true. I really do care and uh, I appreciate the kind review. And if you'd like uh, to give a kind review for the podcast, uh, my goal is to get to 200 rating and reviews by the end of the year. And at this very moment, uh, we have 170. So I think that's more than attainable. So if you could head on over to iTunes, uh, leave a rating and review. I really appreciate that. Just a great way to help out. All right. Enough of that. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Okay, so here I am at the guitar, and I want to give you a little disclaimer first. All the musical examples today are going to be in concert C major. That's for demonstration purposes. And so if you're a B-flat instrument, like a tenor sax player, it's going to sound like you're playing in D major if you're reading the notation today. Or if you're an E-flat instrument, like an alto sax player, it's going to sound like you're playing in A major. So it's fine. You can just play along. You can transpose this if you want. But at the end of the day, the whole goal is to get the jazz language down. So don't worry too much about it. Uh, Okay, so the first lick I want to show you is a major 2-5-1 lick, and it's a long 2-5-1. Now, when I say long, That means that each chord is being played a bar long. So in the key of concert C major, 2-5-1 is D minor 7, that's the 2. G7, that's the 5. Okay, and then C major 7 is the major 1. Okay. Okay, that's a long 2-5-1 chord progression. Okay, so here's the lick, first lick. cool lick, right? So the, the main thing I want to point out is that you're really just outlining a D minor 7 triad at the beginning there. That's all just a D minor 7 uh, arpeggio, not just a triad. It's actually a, a, a seventh arpeggio of D minor 7. Okay. Okay, so I'm going I'm to explain the latter half of that lick because the second lick has a lot to do with that. I'll show you that in a second, but I'll play this lick one more time. Okay, let's move on to lick number two. Now, this is what I call a short 2-5-1 lick, and that means that the two and the five chord are only being played for two beats each, okay? So it's going to sound like this. Okay, so it's short because it's really short in time. No longer do the two and the five chord last for one bar each. Now, you'll see what I mean how this is so similar to that first lick. Check it out. cool lick, right? So this is what I call sort of a little bit of an altered lick. It's kind of outlining uh, in that five chord, it's outlining some ex- it, there's some altered extensions in there. So if we take a look, okay, that's like the 11th of D minor right there. G is the 11th. 
All those chord tones are completely related to D minor 7. Now we land on C with the G7, which is a little bit weird because that's like the sus4 there. But we fix it up here, so it goes... When we hit that A flat, okay, that A flat note in there. What, what is the A flat to the G7? That's a flat 9, right? So we got this flat 9 in there. Now that's a tension note. It adds a lot of tension into everything, right? And then it resolves to the G, the F, and then it resolves to the third of C major 7, which is the E. Resolving to the third is, is brilliant. It really works really well. And if you noticed, F is the seventh of G7, the flat 7, and it resolves to the third of C major 7. That happens all the time, and it's a real strong resolution when you resolve from the seventh of one chord, and then the proceeding chord you resolve to the third. Does that make sense? So the, the here's the lick again. Pretty cool lick, right? Okay, now for something a little bit different. This one's not necessarily related to it. Uh, this one has a lot of chromaticism in it. So lick number three, check out this one. This is really cool. Okay, so let's check this one out. This one's really cool. There's a lot of chromaticism in here. So... Okay, that's basically outlining a D minor 7 arpeggio. Then we get some chromatic stuff going on here. Okay, up to that D natural, then E, E flat, D. D, we're hitting that G right there, right? The 5 chord. Okay, that's the important note right there, that B natural. Because what's the B natural? to a G7. That's the third. The third is a really strong note, really strong defining note for any chord. Now this is where the cool thing happens. C sharp, D, E. Again, that's the third. E is the third of C major 7. That's a chromatic approach note, that, she, that C sharp. Okay, so here's the lick one more time. Awesome. So I want to keep this episode short and to the point so that you can just go and practice this stuff. And this is what I suggest. I suggest taking one of these licks that you like, the one that stood out to you the most, and taking it into all 12 keys. Now, 12 keys, uh, I've said this many times in this show if you're a regular listener. Uh, it's a great practice to do. I have my students doing it in my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing uh, course, of course, with a little bit of a method there. Uh, but I do go over taking uh, things into different keys in uh, episode 117. Okay, so if you want to, if you're not really sure how to take licks and information at all 12 keys, go back to episode 117 and uh, take a listen to that one. That really go, goes over that in detail. And I do much more demonstration there, all that good stuff. So feel free to do that. But I want to suggest doing that. And a lot of times we get overwhelmed with there's so many things to practice and we need to practice a lot of stuff. No, I suggest that you just pick this one thing and that's going to be a good day's work, right? You can leave feeling accomplished by just working on this lick in all 12 keys. Now, you don't have to do like only this, right? I mean, again, uh, when I 
you know, my course students, when we go through this, we're doing a lot of stuff, uh, but we're doing little bits of everything. So, you know, you could just take, uh, spread this out over a week and take two keys per uh, practice session or two keys per day, whatever you have time for. And then you'll have accomplished by the end of a week or the end of seven practice sessions, you will have accomplished all 12 keys of that lick. Okay. So that is my challenge for you to do uh, that If you want, let me know in the show notes, the comments in the show notes, how it went for you. All right, that's all for today's show. Short, sweet, to the point. And I'm really appreciative of you listening today. And I hope you get some value out of just this short call to action to work on one of these 251 licks. Uh, I know that uh, the the taking action is always going to pay back itself. That has been my experience. That has been my students' experience. And hey, let me know if you like this kind of a show. You know, I'm just trying different things out here all the time on this podcast. So if you like uh, to, you know, Every once in a while, just get like a call to action of something to practice like this, uh, like a licks or anything else. You know, feel free to let me know. And I'm even going to give you my email address. It's brent at learnjazzstandards.com. You can just shoot me an email. Let me know what you think or leave comment in the show notes today. Uh, remember to leave a kind rating and review on iTunes if you have gotten value out of this podcast episode. I really do appreciate that. All right, next week we have a special episode. I'm not going to let you know what it is quite yet, but you'll have to stick around for next week to find out. All right, I'll see you right back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.